Hey, this is Joanna Macris, mindset and leadership speaker, trainer, and coach, passionate about helping you bring inspired 360 success to your life and others. If you're wanting to learn how to embrace change and navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, Dennis Janiltsos. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run to the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world, and I want to welcome you to today's session. Hey listeners, if you haven't already checked out, uh, check out the Facebook group, Leadership is Changing, or if you're on LinkedIn, check out the LinkedIn page, Facebook, Leadership is Changing. Hey, uh, today we have a guest here with me, and a person that I met several years ago. Her name is Joanna Macris, and uh, she originates from and resides in Greece, and uh, that's in Europe, and a uh, wonderful country, and she is known as the inspired 360-degree success speaker, trainer, and coach, who is totally obsessed with mindset and leadership. Her passion is to share and inspire new awareness and mindset breakthroughs for lasting success in personal and professional life leading to inner harmony. Prior to choosing this career, Joanna enjoyed 15 plus years in a successful banking career, serving from a number of leadership positions in large organizations such as Citicorp, working with people across the globe while trying to balance and be successful in all other areas of her life. She then transitioned to her own business, SuccessLink, and became a founding partner with the John Maxwell team. And for the past 15 years, she has been living her purpose by helping others bring inspired 360-degree success to their life. Joanna likes to say, if I made it from a success juggler to an inspired achiever, then you can do that as well. Joanna, hey, welcome to the show today. Hi, Dennis. Thank you for inviting me here. What a pleasure to see you here. Yeah, it's great. It's great to be with you. Hey, um, so you're uh, based in Greece. And of course, uh, this part of the world where I am, it's in summer. And obviously, I think in Europe, you're in uh, winter now, right? Well, not only winter, actually, today in Athens, we had a snowy day. <laughs> oh, snow. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's interesting. Hey, so I've given a brief introduction into your background. So how, how did you get into leadership? Well, okay, the story starts from my corporate life where I had a fair share, as you you mentioned before, it was about 15 years I was in the banking sector, dealing with people from around the globe, from senior management positions. And it was a great experience with hands-on leadership, but at the same time, it was a sweet and bitter taste, let's say, 
On the one hand, I enjoyed success, and on the same time, I would see other successful executives in their professional lives with disasters in their personal lives, and I didn't like mm. it at all. So <laughs> I had my fair share of leadership there, but it wasn't the type of leadership that I really enjoyed. So, so they had they were successful in their businesses and doing really well there, but then in their personal lives, they had some real problems, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Actually, it's quite interesting you say that because a lot of people that I work with, uh, executives and leaders and, and, and then entrepreneurs as well, they're working some long hours. They're overwhelmed. As in my introductions, talk about going from email to email, meeting to meeting. They have a lot going on for them. Uh, and then they're trying to go home and try and be mum, dad, husband, wife, partner, brother, sister, and it's it's really hard for them. So when you saw that, what was sort of, I mean, I some of the outcomes would have been great but um, at all, but I, I mean, what could people do around that space? Well, the issue is that they, are, they behave sort of like split personalities. So they are a different person at work and a different person at life. And this brings internal conflict. And the, this is where everything starts. So for me, my new approach to leadership, let's say, when I, when I quit my job, and I quit my job because really that it, it stopped inspiring me. It didn't fire any passion inside of me because of this. And I went back home and I thought that staying with my family, which I miss so much, working long hours would be the solution and the perfect space for me. But still something didn't look right. Something was missing. So that was when I started approaching leadership from a different, a totally different angle, a new point of view, which is exactly that the person behind the leader and the inside the leader rather, and the person at home is the same human being. So leadership is about the same human being. And this is where the focus goes. And I would suggest that the solution is to look inside. This is my whole approach. And this is why I say about inspired 360 success, because 360 is how to combine all the areas of your life in harmony being the same authentic person. Yeah, oh, fantastic. So the 360 degree, I uh, get what you're saying. That's that's really important. And when you said before that you quit your job because you lost your passion, it just didn't feel right. How long was it that you were feeling like that before you actually quit your job? Well, actually, it was about 12 months a year. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? So um, uh, some people I work with as well, again, that it's a year, 18 months, two years. They just know that it doesn't feel right anymore. They just lose that energy, that passion, as you said. The skip in their step is no longer there. But it takes them a while for them to make that decision to transition out of there, which is which is really interesting. Oh, well, it's always uh, having solution as well. I was quite lucky because I could I could step out and wait and see and and uh, search inside and find the next best uh, step for me. But you don't always have this opportunity, so I understand that. Yeah, so everybody's situation is different, as you said. Yeah, for sure. Hey, tell me. So I'm going to ask you a question here. Now, this can be somebody who's alive or from history. So, who's your favorite leader and why? Okay, now. There's so many great leaders, right? Yeah. And I'm sure that most people tell you that they struggle to find one name and, and tell you who that is. Same is for me. But for me, it's a totally different approach. For me, it's not about a name. It's rather a type of person. 
for me, it's everyday people, the next door leaders, as I say. It could be someone in an office, a shop, a mom, a teenager, a CEO. Actually, anyone who brings inspiration and transformation, who serves, unites, values, and models for others. These are my favorite ones. So these are the ones that create positive change and positive impact in our world. And it's a type of person. It's not one name. Yeah, excellent. A type of person. I like what you said, the next door leader. Yeah, um, I, I love that uh, terminology. I don't know about you, Joanna, but I actually feel like wanting to break out and speak to you in Greek. But of course, our listeners are, uh, are all around the world, so we're having to stay here with English and that. But um, so jo- Joanna is also known as Joanna is the is the name in, in Greek as well. So um, so Joanna, I love what you just shared about. It's not the, an actual name, but it's the type of person. And it's the becoming a leader of that type of person, which I think is really quite important. Because as you said earlier on, that you can be one person at at work and one person at home where it should be the same person. But also you need to be authentic. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're sharing there is about the next door leader is somebody who is being authentic as well, which is is wonderful. Yeah. Hey, the, the name of the show is Leadership is Changing. When I say that name, well, what does that mean for you? Okay, I'm known about playing with words. So leadership is actually the act of leading, okay, of showing the way. But who who really acts? Who leads? It's a human being again. You see, I, I always go around that. It's a human being. So for me, it's about leaders who are human beings who are changing, And that's leadership changing. And it's all about internal inner change from the inside out. Or I would say even further inspired change. Because you see, Dennis, what I love about it is that we are SIP, S-I-P. We are spiritual beings gifted with an intellect living in a physical body. And because we're gifted with this intellect, We have the ability to respond rather than react as all other breathing beings. So leadership change is about leaders becoming aware of their ability, not only to adapt to change, but to respond to change too. It's about leaders transforming into new becomings and then into their new doings, which is their results. I don't know if this sounds quite radical to you, but for me, it's about creating their own new normal rather than living and challenge, being challenged of the new new normal. Wow. This is some fantastic stuff that Joanna is sharing with us, uh, listeners. The internal and the change, which is really great. And the thing here is the SIP, the SIP, the spiritual, the intellect, the physical body. But then you're talking about adapt, respond, transforming, doing and creating their own new normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's wonderful. So creating your own new normal. Because the word normal today is, well, what is the new normal mean? What does it mean? Because we have, as you know, and every country is different, but um, every country is the same, whereby we've got human beings in there and we've had to go into lockdowns to protect ourselves and, and so forth. So when you say new normal, what, what do you mean by new normal? Okay, what I'm saying is about creating what serves you, your vision, your purpose, 
something that you can control because what's happening now is that we have been attacked by forced external change, which is something mm. that we cannot control. It is out of us. And it's happening nearly for a year now. So the only thing we can do is to turn inside and see what we can control. And because we are creative human beings and under certain circumstances and with certain methods, we can unleash this creativity because now this is blocked because of the shock. We can actually create what our vision is, which is our new reality, our new normal. Mm. Okay, so okay. we can create the vision. Yep. Can say that last piece again. Create a new the vision. Create the new vision, which will be our new reality, which will wow. be our new normal. Yep. Okay. Create a vision which will be our new normal, which will be our new reality. Yep. Will be our new reality, which will be our new normal. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah, good. Oh, this is great. Listeners, I hope you're taking lots of notes on this. So Joanna is sharing that with us. Fantastic. Excellent. So that's what leadership is changing. So with everything happening of late, uh, the last year, two years and so forth, change happening a lot, so forth. How has your business or industry changed and what demands has that put on you? Okay, well, it really depends if you see the glass half empty or half full. Hmm. Is it really a dead end with a business shrinking or is it an opportunity for a new type of business? I, I can remember now John, our friend John Maxwell, saying that we are faced with visual problems with hidden opportunities. And if yeah. John Maxwell says that, then it's probably true for everyone. <laughs> and we should take it seriously into account. Now... For sure, our skills in technology had to be developed and upgraded. <laughs> After all, digital life is becoming already our new normal. <laughs> so we had to, to quickly shift into that mode and learn new things and skills, both ourselves and our teams. But at the same time, in the speaking, training, coaching industry, what has become extremely important is that because we're spending more and more time in front of a screen and trying to connect with our clients, we need to bring more empathy into our relationships. We need to understand more about their needs and wants and meet them where they are because it's totally different behind the screen. Yes, we did do that at a certain extent before, to a certain extent, but now it's probably 90 to 95% of our business. And in order to connect and just not communicate with your client, you need to really dig deep and understand where they are and meet them where they are. So that was a big change and uh, let's say a challenge that everyone in the industry faced. Yeah, yeah, great. And I think I love the what John Max was saying is uh, face the, we're facing visual problems with hidden opportunities, oh, yeah. I love that. And so, so you're you're right. And what you're saying there too, Joanna, too. Before before you actually said that was the fact that you know, for some people they could be stuck and there's things going on, and then for others it's an opportunity whereby they may start a new business, right, or a new new thing. And this podcast is a great example, right, whereby seven months ago we we're in lockdown and I'm working, thinking, nope, I'm going to start this podcast now and get underway, and then there's all sorts of people around me who are going, oh, what are we going to do? And there's the unknown, the unfamiliar territory, and then we launched the podcast, and seven months into it, episode 
95 was released the other day and we've got more episodes coming we're getting close to the 100th episode you know and it's going really well within seven months and so as you said right there is there are certain things that where i had to dig deep and then get out there and, and do things as well so fantastic what you're sharing here if there was one thing that you could change in business as a leader today what would that one thing be Okay. Well, I would actually change focus. Uh, yes, we do need to keep our eyes on tangible results and bottom line profits, but we also need to focus on mindset for ourselves and for our teams. We need to train our thinking to see things in a different way, from different angles, different perspectives, wear different glasses, let's say. Hmm. And by doing that, we, we will trigger our creative thinking and solution thinking because this is what we actually need now to take us from being stuck to move on. And I think that the only way that you can unblock your mind from fear and uncertainty, which we're all feeling now, it's the fight or flight. It's, it's the instinctive reaction that blocks your thinking and you cannot find a solution you need to gain a sense of control and trigger hope. And, and, and the only way I think that you can do that is by feeling that where can I get some sort of control in my life? All inside. I can control what's happening inside me. I can control my thinking. I can control what I let come into my thinking, how much TV I see, how much I, I get influenced from all the negative information around Mm. And and this this sense of control, then you know, it backfires. It gives you all the strength and creative power power that is already inside you, but it's now unblocked. So you can think in a clear way, and you can find solutions. Oh, fantastic! I can so give unblocked. you quick examples if we do have the time. I don't know. I was reading the other day that there was um, a pizza restaurant in New York that they opened, uh, their opening actually was during the first week of the lockdown. So obviously they never, they never opened up. They had made a huge investment. You know how expensive uh, real estate is in New York. And they had also their um, employees. So the owners, instead of being stuck into the problem, they moved into thinking what solution they could find. And you know what happened, Dennis? It's amazing they realized that the ovens they had in the restaurant were they could bring the temperature at that level that would be useful to create medical equipment for the pandemic. I think it was for the masks. Wow. And they changed their business from a pizza restaurant, and now they are producing medical equipment because of those ovens and the heat that they could produce into the ovens. That is fantastic. So they've gone, haven't even opened yet as a brand new pizza restaurant in New York. And as Joanna said, <laughs> that the rents will be massive, you know, the expenses, the outlay, even just to set up the, the shop as well, the business. Then they're faced with, with COVID, they're faced with the pandemic, they're faced with shutdown, can't do much. People aren't going to be going out to go and eat pizza. And even for some organizations, they're not even able to deliver yet because of things are happening. And then they had to pivot. And the, the smart thing was they stepped back, they probably looked at things, and it went, oh, our ovens at a certain level whereby they can then create these medical side of things. I, I think that is 
wonderful because what they've done is they've thought about things, they've got the creative thinking, the solutioning starting to happen. And it's it's also going back to say the question or the, the point that you made earlier on about your job and quitting, right? And for some people, one month, uh, one one year, one and a half years, two years. But sometimes when we are forced to do something and, and change is forced on us, it's amazing what can actually happen. And Joanna, I was interviewing somebody on a podcast in a previous episode, and she mentioned the Roaring Twenties. So in 1920, there was another pandemic in the world. And then the 20s, the years afterwards, they call it the Roaring Twenties because the amount of business that was done based on people doing what you talked about, unblocking the fear, getting away, getting get underway with creative thinking and solutioning. And what it meant was that those 20s were roaring in the sense that there was a lot of business in that happening. Well, look at us now. 2020 20. is another pandemic. <laughs> so are we in the roaring 20s? I mean, and I think if you take on board listeners based, based on what Joanna is talking about in relation to how we think, you know, and, and taking control, because you're right, Joanna, this is an external thing that has happened to us. But the thing that you're saying is is taking control. Like I say to to a lot of the listeners all the time is there's two things we can control, our attitude and the way we react to it. So that's what you're talking about, the inner side of things, but also where we're going next. And that's the other piece you're talking about, which is the thinking and the creative side of things, right? And the finding solutions, which is brilliant to hear. So fantastic. I, I, I really, I think it's a great story what you just shared about the pizza place. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And, and you know, and now that you mentioned about the 20s, don't forget about the story about the Sir Isaac Newton. It was his best years that he created everything back in the pandemic. Amazing, isn't it? So, so then, so you sort of think about, well, what business ideas, innovation, products, things like that are going to come out as a result of this? And that's, that's what I'm talking about is that when it's forced and then we're having to do it quickly rather than being complacent and, and just doing what we're doing on a day-in-day -day basis, it's amazing what we can achieve. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. Now, you and I have been employees in the past, and you and I know people who are employees of organizations or so forth. How has employees' expectations of leaders changed? Okay, for me, I think that employees nowadays expect from their leaders to change. <laughs> this is the expectations and they expect them to change from the inside it's what i call it's a greek word now it's esogenesy esogenesy uh, it's a word that i actually created it's not in a dictionary but it practically means rebirth so they do expect that from the leaders they want them to to start behaving in a different way considering what's happening and make a restart and why do they want that? They want that because if they model the art of becoming the change, what we said, and not just reacting and adapting, but they are becoming the change and embrace the need for work-life harmony, allow me to say, and not balance, because balance is, could be momentarily, just to make a small parenthesis here, imagine that balance is like standing on your one leg. How long can you stand on your one leg? Not for oh, long. That'll get a bit sore, wouldn't it, after a while? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for me, it's about harmony. It's about blending mm. together the areas of your life so one supports the other because you're the same one person. So 
what they want is, uh, going back to the employees, they want them to model the art of becoming the change and embrace that need for work-life harmony, not only to deal with change. They want to see their, their leader show this shift inside them. So why? Because they want to believe it's possible for them too. They, they borrow belief from the leaders. So the leaders have to show that. This is what they need now. They need to borrow hope and belief. They, they long for the feeling of for new beginnings, just like New Year's Eve, new starts, new beginnings. That's why I'm talking about rebirth. And I think it's the responsibility of the leaders to breathe this hope, this rebirth, and this possibility into the employees. Now, this is one part. The other is that I think employees, as I mentioned before in my own business and industry, would expect more empathy. After this that's happened to everyone, both leaders and employees have been all hit by what's happening. Health issues, working from home, less traveling, all this confusion and uncertainty is, is common for everyone. So I believe that employees would expect more empathy from their leaders now in this new situation. Yeah, that's great. So I like what you're saying. They're, they're looking to, employees are wanting to borrow the hope and the belief from leaders. The art of modeling uh, or the model of becoming, uh, become the change, I think is fantastic. And then, of course, what you've just shared there at the end there too, which, you know, uh, listeners, I, I think here what Joanna's sharing is that there is so much going on. If we're not showing empathy to people or we're not being authentic or we're not modeling the change ourselves and becoming the leader that we need to be, then people are going to lose hope. People are going to go and look for the leader who's going to give them some hope and some belief in that, which I, I think is uh, really interesting. Joanna, here's a question for you, which is you know, what makes a leader successful in this fast-paced, ever-changing world? Okay. Well, when we talk about success and someone becoming successful as a leader, it's all about, again, <laughs> the human being inside the leader. Yeah. It's, the leader is the one that creates influence. Remember, John Maxwell says leadership is influence. Okay, so we're talking about a human being that is creating a ripple effect and is influencing his environment. So I think that now more than ever in this fast-paced changing world, it's all about what you mentioned before, authenticity and integrity. They should be themselves. They should be authentic 360 degrees in all areas of their life. One self-identity, many roles, the same authentic person. This, as I mentioned, would reduce internal conflict and will help the leader to thrive for meaningful and lasting success. Because that's it when, when it's really worth it, right? Not for a day or two. It has to be meaningful to make sense and to last. So meaningful and lasting success and meaningful and lasting impact. This, again, would release his creative inner power and would give him the inspiration he needs to inspire and transform others. So for me, um, in conclusion, a successful leader is someone who is based in today's reality and already lives in tomorrow's vision. Say that again. Say that last piece again. (laughs) A successful leader is based in today's reality and already lives in tomorrow's vision. Wow. And already lives in tomorrow's vision. Wow. 
that's awesome. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic. I really like what you say there because you're right. I mean, being authentic and so forth is really, really important. Showing up there. But I love what you just shared there. Fantastic, Joanna. Hey, here's a question that I'm going to ask you to get out your crystal ball here and start thinking about the future and things like that. So it's, a, it's an interesting question here, which is, where do you see leadership being in five years? Well, for me, strangely enough, it's becoming more and more clear because I was thinking of that prior to COVID. Where are we heading? And I was under the, the sense that there is some change coming. There should be some change. I wasn't sure what, what it should be like. And now it's becoming more clear to me that the act of leading starting from now and developing over the next five years should be actually based on three fundamental pillars. The first being purpose, the second being values, and the third being growth. And what I mean by that is that you would need purpose to give you direction, which will give you inspiration. You would need values to lay the foundation of any growth you plan and envision. And you would need growth that allows you to break through the lid of limitation. So in other words, you need direction, foundation, and breakthrough. These are the three basic elements that you need to survive and thrive. Let, let me cross one word. I don't like survive. It's not a matter of survival. It's about thriving over the next three years. So leadership should be towards this direction, should be have these three, these three elements, direction, foundation, and breakthrough based on purpose, values, and growth. It should be value-based, values-based more than mm -hmm. ever. Okay? Yep. Yeah, great. So three foundational pillars, team, to actually help you. Purpose, values, and growth to enable you to be a thriving leader, to thrive in what you do and actually become that model of change and getting out there and doing what you're doing, which is fantastic. Joanna, that, that's, that's tremendous. Hey, thank you so much for joining us on today's show. If our listeners are wanting to get hold of you, where should they go? Okay, they can find me on LinkedIn, which is Joanna Macri's success link. This is my profile there. And they can also find me on my business uh, profile on Facebook under Joanna Macri's. And if we have any Greek speakers around, <laughs> they, uh, I'd be happy to have them around in our uh, private Facebook group which I think I should not, should I say it in Greek now or should you write it somewhere? No, no, you go for it, say it in Greek. Okay, it's από την επαγγελματική επιτυχία στην εμπνευσμένη επιτυχία 360 μοιρών. Wow. So there it is, listeners. So that's Joanna. She's got both a link. She's got LinkedIn as well, but she also has a Facebook profile. But then there's also a private group. And when she says private, it's 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 available for people. But the thing here is that it's in the Greek language, and so not all our listeners are going to be able to understand the Greek language. And so feel free to 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 join those side side of things. So Joanna, once again, thank you for joining us on the call today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure, Dennis. Thank you so much. Awesome. Hey, listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. It is time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. 
Look out for the episodes as they're being released. Download them, have a listen, put a review and a rating. Feel free to share them with your friends, your family, your network. Hey, if there's any feedback you'd like to give me on the show or if there's a question you want me to ask my guests as I interview them or if there is anything, uh, a question you have me for the Ask Dennis episode, feel free to send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Once again, team, if you are wanting to join our community on Facebook, uh, Leadership is Changing is available there as a group, but also on LinkedIn, it's available there as a page. One more thing is that there's a free offer out there right now. If you're looking for a free 30-minute strategy session with me to sit down and talk, talk about your goals and where you want to go and so forth as a leader, feel free to reach out to me. Okay, team, always great to talk to you. Thanks for tuning in today. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world.